Hello, and welcome to another episode of Healing Through Pain, a podcast dedicated to the mission of walking people towards healing and health. In each new episode, we will discuss how to show up well for the responsibilities and opportunities that life sends our way. Here is your host, Stephanie West, a licensed practicing counselor in the state of Michigan, a teacher, and a professor who lives her life at the intersection of mental health and education. Thanks so much for following along. Hey guys, welcome back to a new episode. I hope this finds you well. By times we get to the end of this week, we are already halfway through October, so color me impressed by how quickly time flies. I was able to do a quick jaunt up north this weekend, kind of a solo retreat. There were so many pieces of it that were downright comical, but what was so neat is how chill I was at every inconvenience, which is so outside of my norm. And when I say my norm, I hope I'm able to use that in the past tense pretty regularly because overreacting, over-controlling, over-responding, those are a huge part of my history. And so as I was this weekend up in Charlevoix, I'm in a bed and breakfast that uh, I rented specifically because they had a bathtub. The bathtub took no less than about 25 minutes to fill, which was absolutely hysterical. When I got there at 3 o'clock, which was the check-in time, and frankly, I thought I was generous. I got there at like 3.10, so I felt like I gave them extra time. The gal who runs the B&B comes out in her pajamas, hair just all over the place, like, we're not ready yet, we're not ready yet, we're not ready yet. And it was it was out of like a really weird like movie scene, and I just found myself laughing. So I was like, okay, well, you know, this is close enough to town. I'll just go walk into town. I go to the front door, and there's like just a cascade of rain coming just unexpectedly starts pouring everywhere. So like, okay, well, I'll go drive into town, I guess. A few things I thought I'd like to go do and they were closed because things don't open in some of the spaces till like four or five o'clock. But then towards the end of the evening when I wanted to go do stuff, everything closed by 9 p.m. So it was very hit or miss. It, It was such a peculiar little quirky kind of indie adventure. But I will say I just had such enjoyment and I also just laughed uproariously at least several different times at my level of chill when once upon a time I would have been absolutely irate. Like, I can't believe I spent money on this. I can't believe that they're not better prepared. I can't believe, you know, da, 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 da. And so I was so appreciative of kind of watching myself just navigate it really well, going with the flow, and I had such a restorative weekend. And that's kind of a launching point for this episode, is we change. We will change. We're supposed to change. Maturity, sanctification, whatever you want to call it, we have been invited continually into once we know better, we do better. But here's such a painful reality with that. Some people won't get it. And there's a whole host of reasons why. But I sit with so many clients who are sitting with me saying, Steph, why don't they get it? They have to get it. What I'm doing here is for my good. Why don't they understand? Why aren't they on my side? The reality is change is about us and some people won't get it. And when we lament and we cry out and we say they have to get it, they have to understand, they have to agree. Friends, they don't. Your change is about you and some people are actually committed to misunderstanding you. And you have to hear that and I've had to hear that. There are a whole host of reasons why people are committed to misunderstanding us. And some of it's not even they're committed to misunderstanding us. Some of it, it's just outside of their reference point. It's outside of their life experience. It doesn't make sense to them what we are doing, whatever this change is. And we're going to have to move through that without demanding that other people see it our way. To see our change, others will have to want to see it. And some don't. Some will be downright committed to misunderstanding it. 
Some will deny it for whatever reason. I had seen a, a little quip this week that said, they're going to remember whichever version of you they once had power over. I don't understand that. Maybe you don't understand it, but it's just what happens in some cases. Some might actually resent our change, even if it's for our good. It's about the loss to them and they might not want that because it affects their reference point somehow. It makes them uncomfortable somehow. There's a whole host of reasons that others aren't supportive of our change and we're going to have to get over it. We're allowed to move and change and shift even if others aren't getting it. But if you're stuck in a gridlock of they have to understand me, I really worry about how much bandwidth you are going to exhaust demanding other people get your change. They don't have to. They don't have to see it your way. They don't have to agree with you. Yet you can still move on. We can release ourselves from worrying about whether or not people are tracking with us towards growth and change. And here's the other piece. When we grow, we're going to have to consider what amends do we have to make. Now, this is a part where if I get, if I get emotional here, it's only because I'm coming out of a fresh conversation with someone that I do believe is very healing and restorative. But when we cop to our change and when we cop to our former bad behavior, it doesn't automatically mean that we win people's good graces. One of the most painful conversations I ever had was with my ex-husband as the marriage was dissolving. And he said to me, he said, who you were in 2016, I've never forgiven you for that. So he's referencing five years prior when we walked hell on earth together. And unfortunately, when you are in a high trauma response, you don't behave very well when you're unwell. And so my, my controlling pieces showed up. My trauma response showed up. My intensity showed up. And there's a lot of reasons why I can go back to that season and say, I know precisely why I responded the way I responded. But the reality is it was not helpful, it was not healthy, and it did a lot of damage in the relationship. So five years later, he says to me, I never forgave you for who you were then. And guys, I looked at him and I said, you know what? I lament that for you because that is no longer who I am. I have five years of observing how unwell I was there and I have fought and fought and fought to do things differently. And I am a brand new version of myself and every day I'm learning and growing and healing and striving to do better. And you wanna punish me for five years ago and that's not who I am anymore. And that is your loss because you've decided that's the version of me that you get to resent. That's the version of me that you're going to cling to. I had to step away from demanding he sees it differently. He was committed to seeing who I once was. And I've got to wrestle that out and be okay with it. But conversations can go in a different direction as well. Conversations can be ways to bridge communication gaps that have been longstanding. So over this last weekend, and this is where I reference this might get a, you know, a touch emotional for me. Over this last weekend, I was having a pretty big heart to heart with a family member. And they were referencing something that happened back in 2010. And they said, Steph, who you were there, that was not okay. And I said, I know that. I was not well. I was so scared, I was very controlling, and I have to own that because I was not well and it did some damage. But it's not who I am anymore. And I said to this person, I said, if you're willing to trust that and you're willing to trust me and you're willing to see me for who I am now, we could have a beautiful relationship together. And if you can't, I certainly understand that. But I said, I would encourage you and implore you to watch me. Inconsistency over time will tell you I am not that person anymore. Because friends, we are allowed to change, but not everybody's going to get it. And so we can grieve that, we can lament that, and we're still allowed to move forward and change because we're supposed to. 
We're supposed to grow up. We're supposed to do better once we know better. And because that's true, I can look back and say, I was awful in those seasons. Now, again, I know why I behaved the way I did, but I've grown and I've healed. And if others are willing to forgive that, we can move into new spaces and that will be incredible. For those who are not willing to forgive it, I understand and I wish them well. And I hope at some point they decide to do some forgiving and some healing work too. But my life is about open-handed generosity. And if someone wants me up close, I'll consider it because I love people and I love people well. Now I have to run it through like we talked about last week. Are they for my good? Are they going to sharpen me? Are they going to invite me into spaces of being a better version of myself? If those people want me up close, they've got it. If they don't though, I'm okay with it too. Because I don't beg others to accept me where I'm at. I know why I'm at where I'm at. My job isn't to convince others that it's the right place or that it has value. And I want to encourage you. I know some of my listeners specifically are going through really hard transitions. And you're lamenting that you're misunderstood. And you're just thrashing against people around you saying, please understand me. Please understand me. Please understand me. And you've got to stop. Because people aren't committed to understanding you. At least in general, that's probably not everybody's objective. And there's a whole host of reasons they might not be interested. And that's not about you. That's about them and wherever they're at. So as you grow, as you mature, as you change, remember that you're supposed to. Remember that it's okay to do that. But not everybody's going to be on that team with you. Some will be indifferent to it. Some will outright resist it. There are people who will actually resent it. That's a part of life. Yet we're supposed to change. And there will be people who are on our side, for our good, willing to walk that path with us. But our job isn't to force them to understand. Our job isn't to beg them to understand. Our job isn't to coerce understanding. Our job is to show up in our lives, steward our gifts, our talents, take care of our relationships, apologize for our missteps, and invite others along into relationship with us if they are willing. But a reminder, where control begins, love ends. And that's why I don't force others. I don't try to force others. I don't try to manipulate or coerce others into understanding me because some are committed to misunderstanding. Some are outright going to resent it. Some are going to find it inconvenient. And that's all okay because we're supposed to change. And my job isn't to convince them of that. Thanks so much for taking the time to listen. Please share this content with friends and family. Feel free to connect with Stephanie at healingthroughpain21 at gmail.com. Until next time, be well.